Hi, this is Mark. And this is Francois doing the Daily Ride podcast for Tuesday, October 25th, 2011. And even though it was Shakespeare, not Chaucer, I believe, who said, Fuck thee in thine ass, thy dirty rotter, we're still putting the commute in commuter entertainment. Alright. So. Yes. It's crapping it. Yes, well, it's rainy outside, which is fairly crap. It was weird. It was a weird thing that just happened. What's that? Uh, I don't know. There was some sort of... Oh, Jesus. Sound issue. Uh, you uh, check your uh, connections down there? Well, I'm just hoping that the same thing isn't happening to this, which happened to my other computer. Which, which is, is the little input started to go. Are you rough on it? No, I'm being very gentle because I know that they go. All right, but I don't know. It was just a weird thing. Maybe it wasn't plugged in all the way. Now it is. There you I don't, go. I don't seem to be having any problems as I wiggle it back and forth. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> anyway, yes. so what's shaking? I don't know. Beat my Batman game. Uh, so you beat it? Well, I beat the main storyline. There's still like once you beat the main storyline, there's still uh thirty five percent of the game left. Or I'm sorry, not thirty five percent. 35% of the game is only taken up by the main storyline. That would leave 65% of the game. Yes. <sighs> so, there's still a lot left to do. Yeah, fair enough. Was it fun? It was, very. <laughs> the ending was a little weird. Yes. I was uh, I was commenting on a forum last night about it, because I want to see what other people think. So you were uh, nerding up about was, your nerdy game? I was super nerding up. I did more nerding up than I usually do. Uh, because I was really confused by the ending of the game. Which I'm going to spoil now. Because they're going to have a sequel or something. Yes. They're probably going to make another game. But here's what happened. They fucking killed the Joker. Killed him. Uh, Dead. Well, so it goes, huh? No. Hey, fuck with Batman, you end up dead. No, that ain't the way it goes. <laughs> so, well, and it was funny, I was reading the uh, forums. That so. is just beautiful out there over the Adirondacks. Did you see that? Uh Oh, yeah, over the hill there. Yeah. yeah. They got sun over there. We got rain here. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I was reading the forum, and, uh, you know, people were making comments on the you know, on the whole thing, and because it was a little confusing, the game. Okay. Because there, was, there were plot twists. But if you weren't paying attention to the cutscenes, you weren't really picking up on the plot twists. You and know? you don't watch the cutscenes. Well, I try to, but, you know, <laughs> Sam's playing around, or Rachel's bugging me to do something, and, you know, so I end up getting up to, I don't know, those aren't uh, commercials, by the way. Those are storyline elements. No, I, I understand <laughs> that. And I was missing them <laughs> because, uh, because you know, I, I just would miss one from time to time. So if you miss one from time to time, I saw most of them, but if you miss one, you can, get the, you can make the game a little confusing. Uh, so, I, uh, yeah. so I was reading up on it, and uh, some guy was explaining some things that, Clearly, I'd missed, uh, which was nice. Uh, and then, uh, but the fact that Joker's dead weirds me out a little bit. And it's not sitting right with me as a comic book fan. <laughs> well, maybe they'll make it right in the next one. Well, see, what I was thinking is, is like... By the way, before you tell me, 
Uh, I watched the whole movie uh, Lost Highway. Yeah. With my eyes I, unblinking. I did not blink. Right. And I don't get it. <laughs> so, just saying. Not it's everything a good movie is, in a not, weird way. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Not everything is gettable. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, good point. Okay. Uh, so, uh, that's a David Lynch film, right? Yeah. Yeah. His films are typically ungettable. Try to get uh, Eraserhead. Or Mulholland Drive. Yeah, see? Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, but what I thought was cool was that your while you're playing, uh, so, you, you know, you come out with the Joker's lifeless body, uh, uh, you know, from the final battle. Yeah. And then, as you're watching the credits, about halfway through the credits, not at the very beginning of the credits, but about halfway through the credits, it says, you know, you have one missed call from Joker, or something like that. And then he sings only you to you. Which makes me think, maybe not so dead. It's an imposter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very so, good. Any case. Uh, how's, how's his voice? Joker? Yeah. Uh, very good. Mark Hamill was doing it. He's the Joker voice. Mark Hamill as in... As in the ex-Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that Mark good. Hamill. Look at that. Tony, it's gorgeous over there. Yes, it is. Very nice. But uh, Mark Hamill does an excellent voice as uh, Joker. Although they said he wouldn't be doing another, they said he wouldn't be doing another game because so, he was the uh, the uh, imposter Joker. Who was? Mark Hamill. Sure. I don't, I don't know what that means, but well, uh, we I, we suspect they killed a. a an imposter. Uh, yes. And well, he's not in fact dead. No. Well, that, that was kind of addressed in the game too, because the whole game you've been dealing with an imposter, and the real Joker is really sick. It's part of the game. Oh, so it's a twisty twist. Well, I don't know what it is, but. Uh, Mark Hamill did say that this was the last Batman game he'd be doing the voice for. So maybe during, that's during why they the killed him. the game he said that? In, no, no, no. In that, one of the cutaway scenes? No, I was reading a little bit about the game because I'm an ultra nerd, as we previously uh, stated. Right, right. So uh, I was reading about it. He was saying that this was the last Batman game he was going to do, so maybe that's why they just decided to bump <laughs> him off. Okay. But that would be really sad for me because the Joker doesn't die. Right. The Joker, I mean, <coughs> Batman battles the Joker until kingdom come. Until death. Yeah. Was until it they a, both die a, in a fiery showdown was the, on top of Wayne Tower or was something. Was the final battle difficult? Uh, you know, oddly, it wasn't as difficult as I thought it I would be. I hate when that happens. Uh, I had a lot, I had a much harder time doing the Mr. Freeze battle. Yeah, I hate when that happens. Yeah. When the big boss isn't as bad as the other bosses. I mean, I guess it depends on what you're better at doing in the game. But, uh, the, I had, I didn't even need a redo. On the on the final boss fight. Really? You didn't even have to take one do-over? 
No, and, and well, because the way that it works is like, you don't, I mean, in video games, you don't really have lives anymore. <laughs> you just die and you start over. Sure. sure. Uh, from your checkpoint. They've done away, they had to do away with that principle because uh, poor children were un, unequipped to deal with uh, failure. Well, they started making video games a lot harder, in all fairness. Yeah, and children are less equipped to deal with failure. Yeah, well, that too. Yeah. But. They just go get a cheat online and beat the thing and then demand mommy buy them a new one. <laughs> I didn't I beat the game with no cheats. I wasn't saying you ha, specifically. Ha, ha, ha. I wasn't saying you specifically. Sure you weren't. <laughs> sure you weren't. So I was saying in general. In I was any speaking case, in general terms. In any case, I found some Well, fights. you did seem to take it personally. I found some hard <laughs> uh, fights harder than uh, other than the boss fight fight. Yeah, I, I don't like when that But happens. I bet some people found the boss fight really hard. I mean, like, it just de it really depends because, like, they're, they have, like, uh, a couple of different styles of boss fight. There's one where you just essentially have to kick up, like, just so many people's ass. Like, they just start unleashing prisoners onto you. You know, like, 30 of them or something Sorry. like that. And so you have to fight them all without... You know, and when everyone's trying to attack you at once, it it does actually become difficult to start fighting them. Um, but there's tricks you can use, and you know, you after a couple of tries, you finally you're like, oh, I figured out how to fight large groups of people. Right. And then, uh, and then for the Mister Freeze thing, it was all about stealth because you had to use different stealth tactics to take him down. Uh, because coming at him head on just wouldn't work. So, uh, so, but the final boss fight was essentially just one of those things where the big boss is standing there, you have one weapon which hurts him, you know, and all you have to do is live long enough to be able to use it enough times to take him down. It was long, but it wasn't difficult. So. Alright. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you see that over there? You see what that is? <coughs> what? What's that? That is a Ron Paul poster. That's weird. In Vermont. Who put that up? Are you kidding me? That is one brave individual. Who decided they'd I'm dig Ron me. Paul? I don't know. I'd like to be their friend. Restore. Yeah, I I mean, that's, uh, that's quite something. Yeah. Interesting. That took a that takes a brave free thinker in this state. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so last night I was uh, I I watched. Are we done talking about my video game? Well, I don't know. You got more to say about it? No, no, no. I was just wondering. No, I was no, going to no, segue no, gently as no, opposed no, no, to yeah. your, the awkward nerdy way. No, there's. Uh, We're no, done talking about that. Yeah, conversational no. whiplash. <laughs> Prepare yourself. All right, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so last night I was watching. Was that boring you? Or? I thought you were done. I, I, I'm not. Uh, no, I'm just around. All right, go ahead. Sorry, I'm done now. You sure? Yeah. No, no. no you want to get it out of your system? I know. Yeah. All right. I was having fun giving you a hard time. Go ahead. I love you too, son. <laughs> um. So I was watching Manhattan Murder Mystery with your mom last night. You know the Woody Allen film? Uh, yes, I've never seen that one. Well, it's worth watching. Okay. But it is kind of a remake of... That's a black and white one, right? No. 
No? No, no. That is... I can't remember what that one's called. Made in Manhattan. No. That's a Jennifer Lopez movie. Something about Manhattan. Uh, yes. Uh, that's not the name Damn of it. Damn it, I can't remember. It's a long... It has the same feel as... Manhattan Love Story or something like that? Maybe. I can't remember the black and white okay. one. I know there is one, but I can't remember what it's called. Okay. Uh, it has the feel a little bit of the Jade... Uh, Scorpion. Scorpion. Ex- the remake of that? Because the Jade Scorpion came first. Or, no, Jade Scorpion didn't come first. Made Man... Er, Manhattan Murder No, they weren't remakes of each other. In fact, oh, if okay. anything... This was a remake, or at least an homage to, uh, to Rear Window. I don't, I don't know what that movie is. No, no. What? You don't want to say that where other people might hear it. I'm just telling you right now. What the hell is Rear it's Window? It's a famous Alfred Hitchcock film. Really? I'll With Jimmy d- Stewart. I have to dig on it. Oh, I can't believe you haven't seen it. I've never watched it. Have you seen any of the never Hitchcock films? Not only that, it's never been watched in my house to pique my interest. Oh, it has been watched in your no house. No way. Yeah, I've watched it a couple of times. How? And why? Without me? Well, I don't know. It comes on TV, you know, and the minute you see it, you get hooked. It's 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 an amazing film. All right. I'm with you. I'd of, like to see it's it. It's full of all that, that perfect uh, Alfred Hitchcock suspense where... where the characters where there's a bomb under the table. And only you know And only there. the audience knows. The players don't know. Yep. And th- it's that kind of suspense, you know. In fact, one of the scenes, and it's repeated in this Woody Allen film, is they get suspicious that someone has committed a crime. Right. And so they sneak into the other person's apartment. Sure. And at any moment, that person could come home. And you're following that other person. So you're cutting back and forth. You know when they're going to come home. Yeah, exactly. But they don't know. But you know. Uh, Anyway, it's a brilliant scene, and it's well played in both films, I I will say. Right. Uh, In in Rear Window, Jimmy Stewart is a, I can't remember, a journalist or something. Hard-boiled private eye. He's broken his leg, and he's stuck in his apartment. Uh. And he's bored out of his gourd. And Grace Kelly plays his wife. And she is quite something to look at. Ah. Uh, although she doesn't have a modern beauty at all. Anyway. Huh. Uh, but she was very pretty. All right. And uh, he convinces her to go sneak into the other guy's uh. apartment to check something for him. And all the while, he's watching her through binoculars... Uh, to make sure the other guy doesn't come home. But what's he going to do? They didn't have cell phones in those days. Sure. So, anyway, it's it's great. Interesting. Yeah. yeah that's a good scene. Um, but I, and I recommend you watch them both. Watch, right. uh, watch the Jimmy Stewart one first. Okay. I can do that. Um, but you and I got to watch Third Man. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm telling you, you would really dig it. Oh, yeah. Got Orson Welles in it. His cameo performance. Orson Welles. In these creepy scenes. Nice. Where he sort of shows up randomly. It's it's really quite good. Cool. Yeah. Um, 
so that's what I did last night. And then I watched, uh, after that, I watched uh, uh, Twilight Zone. And we're slipping in the Twilight Zone. Something like that. Who, I know, sings, I, that? Who sings that? I don't know. Wait, should we keep it that way? It's not Golden Earring, is, that is what it? You're going for? It's, it's not Golden Earring, is it? I have no idea. I don't know who sings the song. I only I, hear it I, on the classic rock I station. I think it's Golden Earring. Really? Same people who do Radar Love. What's the Radar Love? I've been driving on our hands, went on the wheel. Okay. <laughs> That's exactly how it goes. <laughs> oh, what, an un- <laughs> what an uncanny rendition. Uh, you know, we're working on that I'm like for a, a while? I'm like a tape recorder. Right. I hear it, I reproduce it exactly. Sure. Um, I think you're more like a parrot. <laughs> hey. Uh, watch it, or I'll shit on your hand. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think the same people who do Radar Love do Twilight Zone. Uh, Someone will correct us, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, or maybe. So you watch Cole, Twilight Zone. Danel, you listen? Twilight Zone. Yeah. Golden Earring? We're not sure. Yay, nay. <laughs> uh, so I was watching the Twilight Zone, and it was the episode called episode episode <laughs> episode called uh, Mr. Dingle the Strong, and it was starring Burgess Meredith. I don't, who's that? Uh, he played the Penguin. In the 1960s Batman. I like him already. He played Rocky's coach. In Seriously? Bum, 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 you Seriously? know that one. Yeah. Oh, like the fucking old guy? Yeah. Well, he wasn't old back in the Twilight Zone. No, but, I understand that. <laughs> but by the 70s, he had aged. It's a funny bit. how all those old actors look young in the Twilight Zone. Mm. I know. I've watched <laughs> two episodes with William Shatner in them. A very young pre-Star Trek, probably. A very young Will Shatner. Although he still had that quirky acting sense about him. Yeah. But there's lots of great actors. I really like William Shatner. (laughs) I do, too. (laughs) There's lots of great actors in those old... uh, It's one of the reasons why I enjoy watching them. Did you like, who am I going to see next? Did you know know he donated a uh, building to McGill College? Yes, I did. Yeah. You call it the Shatner building? Yeah. Yeah. It's nice of him. Did he go to McGill? Was He's he in Canadian. There? I understand that. Yeah, but yes, probably. No, he just really dug his school. Well, you know, some people do donate to schools they didn't go to if they like the school or give them sure. an honorary degree or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I think he went there. <laughs> you know, they say that sneezing is one of the most dangerous things you can do while driving because it takes up your entire attention. Uh, yeah, you do lose it for, like, completely. Yeah. And not not just your vision, just, like, everything. Your, your whole muscles, <laughs> all your everything just goes, you curl up into a ball, essentially, in the mm. car for a second. <laughs> so, um, anyway, thanks for almost killing us. Hey, no problem. Just trying to make the uh, journey adventurous. Sure. Because I know you're a bit of an adventurer yourself. Hey... I don't like the path you're walking down. (laughs) Um, 
Anyway, I I was watching the Twilight Zone and it was the Mr. Dingle the Strong. Sure. And uh, what's the premise? The premise is that these aliens come. Oh, and you know who else was in it? Don Rickles. Don Rickles. I, it, oh. It, which was kind of bizarre because uh, we were watching Bob Newhart, or your mom was watching Bob Newhart on the Rosie O'Donnell show on the new Oprah Winfrey Network. Oh man, and, live. That well, is a mouthful. Yeah, I know, and I know. And a but, fucking earful. But I was I, I was interested because Bob Newhart's a funny comedian. Yeah. And uh so I was kinda interested. So you're putting up with the Rosie O'Donnell's uh, I put up with it for the first annoying half. Annoying drone. I, I could not stick around for the second half of the interview. I see. Uh as interesting as I find Bob Newhart. Right. And uh but your mom came in and said, it, you know, I I said, you know, let me know if he's funny on the second half. Eh. I'll, I'll come back in the room. And uh, she didn't, but she came afterwards and she said it wasn't very funny, but they did tell one funny story in particular about Don Rickles. Sure. And then I see Don Rickles on uh, an Twilight old Zone. Twilight Zone. Cool. Uh, serendipity. Ooh, yes. Uh... Some sort of dippity, anyway. Yeah, coincidence. Coincidence. I'm going. Uh, I'm going with dippity doo dah. Yeah, an interesting coincidence. That's all. Yeah. And uh, so Don Rickles was in it, and Burgess Meredith. Sure. And I think he was really young, because I've seen him. Mr. Rickles. Well, both of them. Although it's funny, Don Rickles looked exactly the same. It's like he never aged. He's always been bald. Pretty uh, sure he's he, a vampire. And he always looks like an old man. <laughs> so he's bitten late in life. <laughs> uh, Tibet Festival. Boy, that sounds depressing. Uh, you're standing around in a circle while the Chinese try to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> you climb a mountain while they try to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, just claim you as their own. <laughs> Um, I was listening to someone talk there, like, you know, in China, we don't think about it. Tibet is just part of China. It's just the way it is and the way it always has been for us. What in is our that? heads. Who said the what? Uh, I was listening to Bai Ling on the Adam Carolla show. <laughs> and she was well, just they saying... Well, they feel the same way about Taiwan, too. Where? In China. Oh. Yeah, it's part of us. Well, we don't have possession of it right now, but we will one day. Well, in Tibet, they have possession of it, and it's just... Yes, they... You know, they're just like, nah, we, you know, we go there. It's a place in China. Yes, I know. We I know they feel that way. <laughs> we don't get all riled up about it the way you guys do here. Uh, well, the Tibetans don't feel that way. Mm, she said there wasn't as much hostility as... Well, because they have no power. Well, yeah. There's no hostility when you have no power. Yeah, but you can just see where, like, from their perspective, you know, the, it Czechos the Czechoslovakians uh, weren't, uh, you know, rising up about the sphere of the Soviet influence either, <laughs> because right. to do so would be to die. Yes. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know. No, no, no. And I was merely just pointing out the fact that uh, you can see where, from their perspective, it's a completely different scenario than. The way we look at it here, right? You know? Well, that's the way the that's the way the uh, Chinese government would have it. The U the U S government felt when the South separated too. 
Right. They were like, mm, no, that's just a part of the United States. I think we'll take that back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good point. Uh, and anyone who doesn't agree dies. Right. I mean, that's how those conflicts go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm afraid that's still part of us. Right, exactly. You know, I think Georgia tried to separate from the Soviet Union, and certainly Chechnya did. Right. Not so much, though, because Russians pretty much think of that as just part of Russia. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, just to say that when you're in the dominating country, that's the kind of the way you're taught to feel. I see. Yeah. So, uh, you were saying about Don Rickles? Well, I, yeah, well, I was saying about the Twilight Zone. So the premise of the episode is is that there's this sort of uh, scrawny weakling dude. Right. And these uh, this two-headed alien, which is the, the most re- absurd costume you've ever seen in your life. Worth watching just to see the costume. Really? Yeah. I'll, Worse I'll, than I'll like... post a picture of it up on the... On the web. Where's the, like, those Halloween uh, costumes that just have the paper mache head sticking out of a suit? It, it's it's more absurd because it's more elaborate, but I no see. better. I see. <laughs> gotcha. So, uh, what we got a I didn't even know. We got a situation brewing up ahead. What is going on? Well, this guy needs to turn wide, so he is signaling that way and then drifting into our lane so he can make the wide turn. I don't like it one bit. No. Uh, so Okay, so so the, so these two-headed aliens... Oh, for the love of fucking Christ. <sighs> and then made it. Both of them ran the red light. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you, if that's what you mean by made it. <laughs> it is. Uh. That's so, making it to so me. So, <laughs> the two-headed alien, uh, decide they, they pick the weakest human they can find and give him super strength. Interesting. And the 300 times a normal man. Anyway, and they observe him. That's what they're doing. They come to the planet and observe him. That's it. And uh, so. So what's he do? Does he well, start picking on people? Does he become it, a bully? Well, he becomes a show-off. I see. And then you know, so <laughs> at first of all, he gets back the people who were beating on him before. Don Rickles being one of the bullies. Sure. And uh, and then he starts showing off. And then they go, look, we give him all this strength, and what does he do with it? He becomes a great big show-off. And so they take it away from him right in the middle of one of his showing offs. And everybody laughs at him. And then at the end, two new aliens show up. Not two-headed. These aliens are midgets. Uh, You're standing right in the center of the road here. You freaking morons. (laughs) And uh, they they show up. uh, The two new aliens come on and they... Uh, give him super intelligence, and that's how where it ends. They give they the give strong Mr. guy. They give Mister Dingle super intelligence. Yeah, he loses his strength, but he gains super intelligence, and that's where they leave him. In a you know, it's sort of a uh, ironic twist at the end, and not ironic, but a, a surprise twist at the end. You know, he becomes all weak again, and everybody's laughing at him, and then suddenly he's super intelligent. Anyway, but it got because me... two new aliens are messing with him. Yes, 
But it got me thinking, the whole thing, the reason why I brought it up is not because it was a brilliant plot, but more because of it all took place in a bar. Okay. And it made me start thinking about bars, which we will talk about later. Gotcha. Damn, we are on. All right, then. And you're crossing the street Enjoy. where you shouldn't be. And that person's turning, and that person's waiting, and... What the fuck ever. That person... Whatever. Just shat a brick. Yeah. Uh, All right. And that person would be me. I just shat a brick. Really? I was worried I shat on the back of my shirt today. <laughs> For real? For real. <laughs> I know I played it off like it was a joke, <laughs> but I was a little worried that I might have shat on the back of my shirt. <laughs> uh, and how does one do that? <laughs> well, I I don't know. Well, I sat and there was you something... You don't know? Okay, well... Here's how it happened. There was something a little gross on the front of the toilet seat, so I kind of sat towards the back of the toilet seat. Sure. Uh, to uh, to avoid it. As opposed to cleaning the seat, sure. I tried to clean the seat. It seemed to be stuck there. Gross. Yeah. So I wiped down the rest of the seat, and then I just avoided it. And um, and so I look back after I'm finished and like I had been holding it in because I was waiting for a pickup Yeah. and at a certain point I was just like oh, fuck it I don't care if they come or not I have to shit now do you, do you really Is it? do you really have that little control over your bowel no I have good control it's just that I had been controlling it since the very early morning and because uh, I didn't have time to shit earlier on and I thought, oh, no, well, I'll hold it, you know. But then I drank that giant cup of coffee, and uh, there was no there was no holding it after that. So <laughs> Really? Huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I, so I poo violently. <laughs> just uh, A poo-splosion. It was a poo-splosion. Well, it wasn't splattery. It was just my poo came out with missile-like... Uh, uh. Velocity. <laughs> so it sort of all came out of your ass at once. Right. Yeah, I think I heard of the pop of the sonic boom <laughs> as it broke the sound barrier. You know, it's uh, you're bending the laws of physics when the back part of your shit comes out before the front part. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's how fast <laughs> it came. Uh, that's so some, that's some time traveling feces you got there. Yeah. So. Uh, so anyway. I looked behind after I got up, and there was shit on the back of the toilet seat. Ooh. Just a little creeping up, and I didn't know if my uh, shirt had dropped down and touched oh. the toilet seat. So I was a little worried there might be shit on the back of my shirt. Did you clean that up? I did. Thank you. I did. It was the one at the warehouse. Nevertheless. Yeah, no, I cleaned yeah. it up. I didn't just leave that for her warehouse. <laughs> got it. Hmm, I wonder who shat violently here. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have happened to have been the other uh, warehouse guy. My uh, my forensic experience tells me he was at a forty five degree. His ass was at a forty five degree angle to the toilet. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my story. Well, that's fairly gross. Yep. And I'm glad you didn't get it on your <laughs> shirt because I really did think you were joking. <laughs> uh, and that would have been gross. I kind of already uh, pre inspected. 
So I knew there was. You know, you can take your shirt off and look at it. By the way. No, I know, and I sort of did that at the warehouse, but okay. uh, I wasn't. I wasn't for certain. Well, you want to be careful. You don't get shit on your head while you're seeing if there's shit. Right. On your exactly. Shirt. <laughs> that's that's what I was afraid of. So I was trying to look at it before so. I took the shirt off to investigate. Any case. All right. You wanted to talk about uh, bars. Well, I just I was noticing that like whenever you see old movies, bars are often very well lit. Uh. Well, I think that's a function of the movie, Dad. Well, do you? I mean, why not? I mean, they do. They sim, you know, they they simulate everything else when they have a nighttime scene. There. Uh, well, some bars are well lit. But I was looking at the old movies, and they're they're pretty. I I like, I've seen instance, lots of of bar scenes that are that are well lit in old movies. Really? And, and also. Well, I think it's harder with are black all talking and white. to each other. Yeah. You ever notice that? But in real bars, people don't really talk to each other. Well, they're yelling. Well, no, they're not really talking to each other. Like, you don't talk to strangers in bars, really. I do. Uh, people don't, for the most part. Have you been to a bar recently? Once you get a little plastered, maybe. No, it's been a while, as a matter of fact. Well, uh, I'd say... No, I'd I shouldn't... I, I, yeah, I, I guess it's been a little while. I've talked to, some, years, I've talked anyway. to some strangers in a bar. Well, I have talked to strangers in a bar. Well, there you go. But when two guys are drinking solitary at the bar, I don't think they're chatting each other up. No, they are. Really? Yeah. I witnessed that exact thing happen at uh, during our wedding. Morning of. Uh, uh, Rachel's dad was sitting at the bar uh, where we went to go get lunch, and uh, some guy sat next to him, and they started chatting. Really? Yeah. Uh, I've I witnessed guess maybe it firsthand. Maybe it's just me who's antisocial then. It is definitely you. That is a very you and me thing. I do not like to talk to the person sitting next to me at the bar. Now, why is that? Because I don't care. Is that what it boils down to? Yeah. I just There's nothing that person could possibly have to say that would really interest me. I guess that's... I mean, unless they all of a sudden say something that kind of interests me, and then maybe I'll jump in. I'm not that antisocial. I'll just be like, yeah, fuck you, buddy. Yeah, you no, keep me your neither. combo to yourself. No, me neither, and I'm not thinking ill of anyone no. while I'm sitting there. But I'm just like, what? Uh, you know, is the guy going to talk to me about sports any second? Well, like, I, I I'm pretty sure it. that that's what they were talking about because... I better uh, not make eye contact because, well, because I, a sports conversation could ensue. Right. I think if it got down to sports, I'd have to quickly change the subject. To what? Uh, something Nuclear else. physics? <laughs> something. Maybe the guy doesn't know anything well, about it. Well, clearly, I would change the subject to something I knew about. Comics? Maybe. I think you talk to comics to jock, and they're going to punch you in the head. Eventually. Well, maybe I would choose away. my conversation carefully. I wouldn't go like, oh, this guy likes sports. Maybe he'll want to hear about Batman. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think I'd probably go along you the route. Try to, um, yeah, so you would try to steer the sports conversation towards Batman. Uh, or or I try and steer the sports conversation to something a little more neutral. You know, like women. Yeah. Something I, yeah, most men right. can agree upon. Sure. Yeah. You talk about chicks. Yeah. In fact, you'd probably make some sort of segue like, uh, nah, I don't know. I don't know much about the sports. No, I like the cheerleaders. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No? Oh, okay, okay. So, right, but you don't really have to know anything about cheerleaders because nobody knows anything about cheerleaders except they have breasts. Nobody needs to know anything about cheerleaders except they have breasts. That's the only thing there is to know about a cheerleader, yep. right? Exactly. So, anywho. Yeah, uh, I had a thought about bars, which I think you'll find intriguing. 
Oh, please. Because I don't know if you've noticed, but the service in bars can be shitty. Sure. Oftentimes. Like when you go up to the bar and they don't fucking look at you for 20 minutes. Yes. And you're standing there like a jackass so, while they serve everybody else and you don't get your goddamn drink. So, this is my idea. Meanwhile, for... your girlfriend's thinking, what a fucking loser. Can't even get a drink at a bar. Right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, <laughs> so this is my idea. not I... that I've ever been in that situation before, but I've been in that situation before. Yeah. I think we all have. Yeah. So, uh, I think there's some people who go in like when if the, the fucking girl just knew that if she went up to the bar, she'd get served immediately, by the way, instantly, and that's why we don't get served, right? Right. So, uh, ladies, if you want your drinks, go get them your goddamn self because we got sausages, right? Yeah, if we had biscuits, we'd get some service. I think you meant tacos, yeah, tacos, yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, so here's my idea for a bar, <laughs> okay. And I don't care sharing it because if somebody opens a bar like this, I will happily frequent that establishment. Okay. <clears throat> Here's the idea. Uh, at the um, in the when you enter the bar, yes. Let's say you have uh, instead of doing a cover charge or something like that, you have live bands play whatever. But instead of having a cover charge, you do the two drink minimum. I think it'd be pretty cool if you had dead bands play, but whatever. Okay. Very funny. Anyway, so you have the two-drink minimum or three-drink minimum. Maybe you bust it up to three drinks or something like that. But here's what you do. Like you said, like you mentioned before, you give them stubs. Okay? okay. Ticket, little tickets. Dudes usually come with their own stubs, but all right. <laughs> you give them little, uh, like, coupons, I guess okay, you'd sure. say. Yeah. And uh, the coupon is the drink plus a dollar tip. Okay. That's what it equals. So you don't have to tip once the guy brings you your drink. Okay. So you give them the coupon. And here's the thing. The the uh, server, the bartender, gets tipped out in cash at the end of the night based on how many stubs he has in his hand. So no stub, no tip. Exactly. You don't serve people. But, but you don't get your tips. Wait, but it doesn't, it doesn't stand to reason because... Uh, th that same bartender, I tip every time I pick up a drink at a bar. Yeah. Every time. I never don't tip, and I'm a fair, I'm fair cheapskate. Right. Right? If I could get away with it, I probably would. But I tip at the bar because I want service, and I, I don't want the guy to think I'm an asshole, and I don't want a fight to break out. Sure. So, even if his drink is overpriced. Okay. So, I'm, but he's still ignoring me. He's going to get a tip from me. Right, but he's still ignoring me when I'm standing there at the bar. Well, here's what I've here's what I've noticed. I think that there's always the one guy who's hustling and making drinks because somebody's got to be fucking doing it. Sure. So, and I think they pool their tips in the bar. And there's always one guy with a thumb up his ass. Yes. Okay. Who's just kind of standing there counting money, probably okay. tips. Sure. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so. They, it would give you, because you wouldn't be able to pool your, because the tips are, wouldn't be pooled, you get tipped out based exactly on how many drinks you actually made. I'm with you. So you would actually have to make more drinks to make more money. I'm with you. Which would give you the incentive to start busting your ass and making drinks. I like drinks. it. I like it How's a lot. That? I like it. Yeah? I'm on. All right. I'm on board. So the server would have to keep all their fucking coupons. Lest they not get sure, tipped. Or steal the other guys, whichever works. Well, I'm thinking when you make the drink, you stamp it with your initials or something. Yeah, whatever. But something to identify it as yours. That way, if they're lying around, you can tell whose they are. I think you better watch them. But you better watch them.
All right, I like it. Yeah, all right. Okay. Guy in his pajama bottoms walking through the price shop parking lot. So where the <laughs> fuck did that happen? What memo did I not get? I'm going to say... What phone call did I not answer? I'm going to say the 1980s. When it started. It's suddenly okay just to go anywhere you goddamn please in your fucking pajamas. Yep. That's when it started. I mean... Why not have a little dignity? I don't want to blame the end of the Cold War, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the end of the Cold War. You think it was Reagan's fault? Uh-huh. We're bringing down the wall. Suddenly we weren't afraid anymore. We're all dancing around in our fucking pajamas. <laughs> uh-huh. So you think a little fear might get people back in some pants? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. I mean, it's just a matter of dignity. Definitely some shame, too. Yeah, and a little bit of shame. Yeah. But why? The shame's gone. How do you get like that? Like, what What do you do? How do you get up in the morning and you go, you know, fuck, I'm going out in my pajamas. I can't be fucking bothered. Well, it starts like this. Yeah, please. Your parents wipe your ass with a uh, with a golden towel all your life. But that kid was not rich. No. No, well, okay, well, maybe it was a little bit different for I that mean, kid. I mean, he didn't look poor. No. But, I don't know how you look poor, but... Dressed in oh, a there's a way. Dressed in a burlap sack, maybe. But those were nice paja pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you took the time to note the quality. No, no, they were flannel or something. Those were nice. Yeah, they were nice. Yeah. They looked warm. But you don't go outside in them. Well, my bathrobe is nice and comfy, too, but I'm not going outside in it. I will say this. I'd say you get a free pass if you're sick. And very you, sick. And you live near the grocery store. Very sick and very close. Yes. Or if you're, you had to go out for something, uh, a necessity... While you're sick, you're still but sick. when do you say in your head, it's okay to go out in my pajamas? Like, how does that even occur to you? That it's okay to go out in your pajamas? Well, it's probably, in a way, at least there were clothes on them. <laughs> you know? But why? Why not just fucking go out in your underwear? Why not go out naked? Well, I don't know. What do you think that kid's home life is like? Say it's not brilliant. Okay. Let's say it's not brilliant. Okay. So you think his parents are giving him a lot of guidance on what he should be wearing in public? How long do you think he's been dressing himself? Probably, probably did up his own diapers. <laughs> like, ah, fuck, I, you're full of shit again. If well, he had it, if he had any, yeah. I I mean I don't know, but I guess so. But still, everybody knows you don't go out in your fucking pajamas. Uh, you know. Oh, I'll tell you when it started. Pajama day at school. No such thing. There is such thing. Why? To make the kids feel comfortable or something. Comfortable. 
Like nothing could make me, po nothing could possibly make me more uncomfortable. Well, they go into school in my pajamas. Well, you and I don't wear pajamas, so that's one thing. Just say, just say that we did. Yeah. Nothing could possibly make me feel more uncomfortable than going to school in my sleeping clothes. Why? Because that's not how you dress for school. I understand that. People don't need to see me in my goddamn sleeping clothes. I guess the idea being that you can just get up out of bed. You don't have to take a shower. Or, you know, right. The you idea know. that you're out there just out of bed without having taken a shower. Fuck you, rest of the world. It's it's. I don't I, care if my ass stinks. I feel like it's one of the. I feel like it's one of those like uh, let's skip the four. You know, it's like a casual Friday. Which, by the way, I'm not particularly a fan of either. Uh, yeah, Casual Friday's always struck me as dumb. Cops but, right there, by the way. Yes, I saw him. I'm okay. going the absolute speed limit. Okay. Oh, and I don't have my <laughs> fucking detector on. Jesus Christ, how could you let me drive out without that? Sorry. Okay. Mm. So all I'm saying is is that like it's it's one of those things where it's like, oh, wear your pajamas to school day. It's like it's a reprieve from the... From the uh, hassle of the but formality I don't, I don't of putting see, on regular I don't see why clothes. kids even want to do that. Like, what's the appeal? Ooh, I get to... It'll be fun. Is that what it is? It'll be fun to go to school in my pajamas. Yeah. No, it won't. Why no, is that fun? No, no I understand. You know it's it, fun to go to school it's blown. in a space suit. It's <laughs> you know, it's fun to go to school dressed like a cowboy with a six-shooter. It's blown way out of proportion. <laughs> well, and that's why they have Halloween. That's what that's for. Exactly. Yeah. But I think the idea is that they, I mean, they blow it way out of proportion, first of all. You know? And, you know, it's supposed to be like, oh, what do you, you know, like, wear your pajamas into school? What do you, what do you, you know, like, I always wondered what your pajamas might look like, and is now it, I know. So yeah. we can imagine what the girls look like when they're ready for bed? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, they did it in my middle school, and I wasn't exactly. so doing too much imagining. Point? What's the point? How does that help us? It's for the perverted teachers. Oh, for the pedophilia. <laughs> yeah. Pedo I always did have teacher. one teacher who was a little weird. Only one? You got off easy. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But there was one teacher who, uh, he, uh, he was a little too... Something something smells funny about that bottle. You smell that for me? Uh, yeah, sure. Just the way the bottle smells? Yeah. It smells like coffee. Is that what it is? Coffee? Yeah. You sure it's coffee? It smells like some sort of coffee drink. It smells like maple frosting. Yeah, some sort of maple coffee frosting. You know, some sort of maple... That's I not, bet one of those stars... That's fucking up my Coca-Cola drinking. <laughs> I just want you to know right now. I'm, I'm like, I lift up the Coke to my mouth, I take an ice cream sip, and I smell fucking maple frosting. Oh, yeah, that is maple frosting. And now it's on my hands. Interesting. That's bizarre, isn't it? Sorry. <laughs> I don't. I was going to say something very perverted. Well, I'm not in the habit of sniffing <laughs> bottles before I. Uh, well, I wasn't either, but it was. I pull as I drink from it. It comes up next to my nose. Yeah. Uh, you know how when you're tasting one thing and smelling another, it's weird. It's like you know you're you're tasting uh, you know strawberry ice cream, but you're smelling. Uh, Liquid diarrhea. You know, roast beef. You're like, what the? There's a disconnect going on here. Yeah. You know, and now my hand smells like. You know, it. what's even worse is later when my penis will smell like it. I don't. Ah ha 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 ha. 
Oh, come on. You're going to rub your penis on the outside of the bottle? That's Is that what I'm together that, for that's, that? That's what I'm thinking. Yes. Ooh, awkward. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, I think the whole pajamas thing kind of started in school. You know, wear your pajamas to school. Never had and that. Then, when and I was then you're sort of, and then you're sort of broken of the, uh, of the, s- sort of social norm that it, maybe it's not necessarily cool to wear your pajamas in public. Well, I would think if they made you do it at school, then suddenly you'd be like, well, this is not cool. <laughs> uh, well, it's they not that they make you school. do it; it's that they let you do it. They let you, but it, you, but you well, know, again, I'm not sure school, what the appeal is. Letting and making is about the same thing. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean. I'm not really sure what the appeal is. Appeal is in general. Whenever they had, the, they did what they called, they did our pajama day in what they called Spirit Week, whatever that is. Yes. Uh, it was never really defined as anything, but it was a whole week. God, where you know you, where I'd spend pajama day and Spirit Week? Uh, in the Opportunity Room. <laughs> in the Opportunity Room. <laughs> With uh, what's his face? Uh, it would have been all I the could have done to contain the, myself. The dude, uh, it, Ian made cry. Yeah, that's exactly. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> oh god, so, uh, the fucking opportunity room. God, how I hated that school. <laughs> uh, I'm actually kind of opportunity gl- to be in detention. Though. I'm actually kind of glad Sam won't be going there. In a, in a weird <laughs> oh, way. he'll be going to some equally bullshit institution. Uh, yes. Yes, he will. But, uh, at least I'll be able to, you know. Oh yeah, guide him through the rigor merle. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, uh, Spirit Week, you know, there would be like dress up like a hippie day and really, you know, and at the end, I think was pajama day. Now, would you have to bring your own uh, bowl, or do they supply you one when you get there? Well, it is Vermont, so yeah, so they they have bowls. They have the bowls door. there. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But if you want a bong or something, you got to bring that. Uh, yeah, anything, uh... More elaborate than the bowl. Yes. Very good. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to go, uh, covert, you know, you gotta bring your own chillum. Sure. <laughs> if you want to go, uh, if you want to use the vaporizer, uh, that's gonna cost extra. I like to just bake it into brownies. <laughs> Eat it, let it hit you 45 minutes later. There you go. All of a sudden you go from sober to really, really high. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just don't think you ought to be wearing your pajamas out in public. If you're a grown person, really, that's like it's time to stop wearing your pajamas in public. Yeah, well, and that may be like stodgy of me. You know, maybe all the kids just oh no, it's so hip to go out in your fucking pajamas. Well, I don't know. Like, I mean, like, where do you draw the line? Then, like, can you not wear your sweatsuit out in public? Well, or? I don't think you ought to be banned. Because like, some people don't get me wrong. If you want to go out in your pajamas, wear your fucking pajamas. No, no, no. Fair enough. But what do you think is acceptable? Because there's a lot of ladies out there in a t-shirt and sweatpants out shopping for groceries, and uh, t-shirt and sweatpants. I'm, I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm on the fence about sweatpants. Sweatpants is about the line. All right. For me, uh, sweatpants but, are the worst looking thing a human being can wear. You know, in my mind, though, I'm thinking, you no, know, no, well, sweatpants. next. Well, next to depending the, on who it is, who's next wearing to what, it, like span, assless span, leather span, chaps, spandex, spandex, <laughs> spandex. All right. Yeah. Although they are doing marvelous things with uh, uh, those, you know, skin tight uh, leggings. 
Uh, All the fucking chicks are wearing those skin-tight yeah, leggings. Yeah, which, it, it I mean, on at that your, point, why bother? It depends on your leg. At that leg. point, why bother it, putting anything on? It depends on your There leg. are no secrets anymore. <laughs> depends on your legs. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but, 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 but it yes. is nice because there's no ambiguity. You know, you're not like, is that chick fat or what's going on there? Oh, yeah, no, no. It's totally, you know, like, <laughs> uh, totally the secrets are all revealed. Yeah. Um, which is fine. I, I, you know, I like looking at women's bodies. Sure. Uh, but I just think that when you're you're going out to do something, it's like when you're going out to be seen, wear whatever the hell you want. You know, wear whatever the guys gets the guys' heads turning. Sure. And the the chicks, uh, the chicks looking at you. Yeah. Uh, checking out your package. <coughs> but yeah. But that's why I like to wear a package in front. It's always good to keep your package in front. Um, I don't know why you'd be tucking it back, but whatever. Pulling a V-boy. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I just don't think... Like, sweatpants are the, the edge. Like, sweatpants are for when you're at home. They, uh, they're, they're homebody pants. Well, yeah. But here's, here's the thing that I... Here's what I'm thinking. It's like, all right, so... You know, grocery shopping is one of those things that's so... F it's pretty fucking miserable to do, you know? Okay, yeah. So, it's, it's like... It's always going to the dentist. No, I understand that. And, and by the same token, like, the things that are particularly miserable to do, where you're not going out to impress anybody or please Although anyone... Wearing those skin tight, if some chick is wearing those skin-tight pants, it's more pleasurable for the dentist. Sure. Especially <laughs> once he puts you under. <laughs> <laughs> then it's a catch as catch can. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh the uh but what I'm saying is like the things that are particularly miserable to do where you're not going out to please anybody, I feel like, you know, wear whatever the fuck you want, whatever makes you comfortable. You know? I mean that guy was clearly out and about in his day in his fucking pajamas, and that's weird. You know, if you're going to do it all day. But, like, let's say you're going on one particular outing just to go get groceries. You're going to spend the rest of the day at home. Just fucking wear your sweatpants or pajamas or whatever. Go out, do your grocery shopping, come home. I, I, I don't, I'm not so sure about that. Oh, yeah, really? Wear a fucking trench coat. Put on a pair of jeans and a... Oh, wear a trench coat? You're going out. But you're, you're not. Going you're going to the, the fucking grocery store. But nevertheless, you're out in public. I'm not. You're not going to... Saks Fifth Avenue, <laughs> you're going to the no, I, fucking I, price chopper. I, I, I get it, I get it, but you know, other people have to look at you at the price chopper. But who fucking cares? I don't know. I don't know, I think it's borderline. I think it's a matter of dignity. I mean, if you're going to be out all day, I mean... I think put it's on a, a matter of your self-respect. Well, I mean, like, I feel like if you're going to be out all day, then well, yes, put on a happen. pair. You go out for uh, groceries, you bump into somebody, you decide to go out and get a drink. What, you know, what? Who knows what's going to happen? that ever happen? Uh, it has happened that I've bumped into somebody and spent some time chatting with them and hanging out. Sure. Well, I know that I like to just put on a pair of jeans and a t-shirt because I like to present myself in a certain way. That's why I'm saying. Yeah. Present yourself. But, that, but that, that fucking punk kid with his pajama pants doesn't care how he presents himself to anybody. 
Uh, well, that's, I guess, what the problem is. That's right. what I'm getting to. That's exactly the point I'm getting right. to. Or maybe the way he wants to present himself to people is that he doesn't fucking care, in which case he's doing an excellent job. Uh, right, okay. And, and, and true, I mean, if you want to say fuck you to people, which is fine. But I think that's what it is, because that's the, that's the fuck you. I, somehow I don't think it's that well thought through. No, it's not that well thought through. Of course it's not that well thought through. But it is the fuck you. It's the, I don't care what you think of how I'm dressed. Well, I bet if I said, what are you doing in your pajamas? You'd be like, who fucking cares? Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, that's when it would be manifested in words. Well, no. Oh, that's what he would say. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but perhaps... Well, he probably wouldn't even put it so eloquently, but perhaps. I mean, I, I mean, I guess. I mean, ultimately, like I say, I don't want to ban it. Sure. But in I fact, I kind of like it because it gives me the heads up. It's a, like a tattoo. Now I, now I know. It gives you a heads up because the guy's a little bit yeah. of a low life. Yeah. Out in his pajamas. Yeah, and that means a, that means a little bit of a weak player. I, I can ignore everything that guy does. Well, no, you make a good point. Yeah. You make a good point. Nothing that guy does will matter. It lets you know right away without even having to get close to him. Yeah. Or downwind of him. You know he's a weak player. Right. Everything, there's nothing worthwhile that'll come of him. Well, I can know that automatically. Good point. Because he's out in his fucking pajamas. <laughs> no, that's a very good point. And therefore nothing he says matters. No, that's a very good point. Mm -hmm. All yeah. right. So, so, uh, so if you, uh... If you're prepared to be disregarded, then go go, go right out in your uh, pajamas. Exactly. All right. Okay. Yep. Oh, man, I am tired. Really? Yeah. Want to wrap? Did you work hard today? I did. I took two shipments and worked on a big display. All right. Well, I think, uh, I think that people should uh, check out the website. Should they? I think they should. I'm going to post a picture of the uh, two-headed uh, alien okay. from uh, the Twilight Zone. Nice. And uh, that's kind of funny to look at. Sure. Um, and you could leave a comment and answer one of our many riddles or correct one of our many mistakes. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and you could also uh, spread the word to your friends and family and loved ones. And yeah, hate, and hated ones. Do people have hated ones? Uh, sure, I'm sure they do. Okay, they so probably don't talk to them as often. But yeah, well, they could send them some spam, and it could include our uh, our uh, web website address. Sure, could works even we, better we, if we, the person that you hate doesn't know that you hate them. Sure, that's even better. Yeah, it's www.daily-ride.com or www.dailyridepodcast.com. That's correct. Yeah. That's another way to approach it. Or www.daily-ride.com. Oh, you don't want to do that. Mm. All the other children will laugh. Why don't too. we let the people decide? All right. All right. Right on. Right on. <laughs>